Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Candy Wrapper Wrapped Candy Solution. Are you the weird kid that chewed on the wrapper instead of the candy, leaving the soft chewy bonbon for the birds? With Minerva's Candy Wrapper Wrapped Candy Solution, wonder at the crinkly edible wrapper that surrounds a wooden lozenge that can be discarded at your leisure. Minerva's Candy Wrapper Wrapped Candy Solution lets you lick the liner made of sweet licorice and cast off that bothersome bar. Fruity wrapping paper, no sucking for this sucker! And look for the secret foil wrapper that will give your chompers a real charge. Minerva's Candy Wrapper Wrapped Candy Solution. Save your regret for tomorrow. The first thing they teach you at the Department of Curiosity, when you become a curio, is to open your ears. The grams have a fancy term for it, but it's the first test. What can you hear? 
physical and mental exercise. They clear your ducts, reinforce the tympanic membrane, fiddle with some of your piping, teach you deep trance technique, clear out your mind of all the noise, the garbage. You learn how to stop trying to hear Resist the self from imposing on the sound itself, from what you want the sounds to be. The mind has a way of filling in blanks with what we want to hear. The grams teach you to let that all go. Start from the beginning, from nothingness, the silence, the loneliest sound you've never heard. When you're released back into the cacophony of the city, you hear farther and more clearly. And then you hear everything. It's too much, and you can't shut it off. They don't tell you how to shut it off either. That's the trick of it. Those cold old ladies leave you dangling out there. Every curio is sent out into that sea of sound, alone. Learn how to focus, to tune out the unwanted. It takes weeks before you can sleep again. Some potential curios never make it back. Stories of some adrift on a raft into the cacophony, into that dark sea never to come back. A current pulling them into madness. Most curios handle it. Everyone's a little different, and each one comes back with a gift. Some hear really far distances. Some hear through any substance. Some identify voice prints of any schlub of the city with just a cough or a sniffle. Me? I came back with fits. How's that for some lousy luck? I get the ghost of a grumpy, plump, soused-up puzzlehead. Somebody's got to keep me company. How about a sad doll for the sad city? Tonight started well enough. Seemed like a simple job. Tonight was a little too hot. Air a little too thick. Should have heard it coming. It was a usual insurance scam turned sour. Earlier in the night, I was in the walls when a double guard ended a sweet couple of nobodies. The scratchy man had slipped in, took him by surprise. Sniffed me out before I slipped away. I had his signature now. Would be looking for it. We'll let the other curios know. But I'm off assignment now. I can't report in yet. I have to track this down before I tell anyone about it. The killer left a pile of candy wrappers and a handbill to a new candy factory on the river. A big, flashy showcase for all the girls and boys. Last thing the city needs is more sugar, more distraction. The sticks are about to revolt, and the division is going to tear the city in half. Let's get everyone hopped up on sugar. Mr. Pedigree. I haven't heard that name for a beat. He'd handed oleander flowers to the good girls and boys of his doll hospital to mark them for Colefinger. Kidnapped, pressed into labor. Teeth, Andres. The 
Dahl Hospital closed up and Pedigree disappeared. I tried to track him, make him pay for Iviana, but I lost him after the Sato Voce. Ms. Brianna moved to town and opened up Broadwell. We had bigger problems on our hands with the sleepwalkers. Ever since we lost Graham Edna, we'd lost a third of our coverage of the city. Everything below the river went dark. Curio reports sent back some things. Spotty. There was a revolt brewing. Something dangerous. A killer on the loose leaving notes. The unions had blocked off some of the bridges. I was too focused on the park, tracking down the sleepwalkers in that spirit cabinet. Having pedigree fall into my hands was too good to pass up. It wasn't just about revenge, though that would be enough. It was upping his operations. I'm not sure how these are related, but this handbill is my only lead with the scratching man and the insurance murders, and I have to get my hooks into pedigree with his twirling mustache and striped waistcoat. He'll remember the name Maisie Myers when I'm done with him, and I'll shake that candy factory down brick by brick if I have to. I make a quick stop at a late-night dice game, drop in on Roz and Gil, two reporters from the Lantern Paper. I give them the scoop on the insurance house and trade for anything they know on pedigree. Nothing on the doll hospital, but the candy factory has been under wraps for a couple months now. Some sightings of equipment moving in by truck and train, nothing out of the ordinary until groups of Brianna's dead-eyed children were carted down there and seen working the shipments. No one knew what they were up to until the handbills and posters started showing up around the city. The Lantern paper got a special invite to the grand opening. Miss Brianna was spotted attending some high-profile meetings with Cesar and Fulcrum and the Alchemists. Word on the street was she was trying to swap out some of the factory labor forces for her Bridewell house dead-eyed children child labor. Ever since she opened that place, every unwanted kid in the city was dropped off on her doorstep for reform. They all came out shiny in crisp uniforms, with the same dark circles around their eyes and a distant stare. I can't resist throwing a couple of rounds out of courtesy, and then catch a couple streetcars to make my way through the night shadows to the uptown side of the Lethe River. The candy factory looks like all the other brickwork factories around it. A few stories, loading doors on each floor, a couple hoists and a big smokestack on one side. There's some decoration on the front face of the building, facing the river, but it's covered in canvas. Two groups of dead-eyed children are standing under the exterior lights, easy enough to slip by. I make my way up a fire escape up an adjacent building and across the rooftops to a dingy third-floor window of the factory. Fitz doesn't see any trouble up here, so I pull a glass pane climb through, and hide up in the rafters to take a good look. This is like no factory I've ever seen, built out of some kind of candy fever dream. The dim lanterns of the factory floor casting a pale light on maniacal clown faces, rainbows and balloons, laughing clouds and plump elephants dancing across candy apple bridges. The normally sooted and iron industrial machinery painted to look like children's toys with a sparkly footpath from the front entrance through each contraption. Bubbling cauldrons of caramel, stretched taffy twirls, gumdrop pyramids, piles of cinnamon popcorn and chocolate drizzled peanut brittle. The factory mostly dark. A few dead-eyed children minding the machines. Many of them passed out from exhaustion in the corners on sacks of sugar and flour, sprawled atop barrels of syrup. No sign of pedigree. 
I leave Fitz up in the rafters to keep watch. I drop down a water pipe to the factory floor. It's late, and the skeleton crew is effortless to bypass. I sneak under some pumpy thing that looks like a pink, googly-eyed hippo puking creamy pink pudding into an open vat. Big hooks hoist licorice ropes across the ceiling between two juggling monkeys. I crouch in the space under the iron stairwell. Footsteps. Wait. Louder. These are larger adults. And then I see her. Brittle teeth. Miss Brianna. The Bridewell House headmistress. I will never forget those footfalls. The chattering teeth and the keys. And Coulson. How did I not hear them? You're moving too fast, Maisie. This is bad. This is too personal. You're going to make too many mistakes. How did you not hear them arrive outside? Coulson is carrying something in his arms. It's large and covered in a white cloth sheet. The sheet is thick. I can't hear through it. Brittleteeth speaks and that voice cuts through me. Too sharp. Snaps me out of it. And I think about Iviana. About Antigone. About my time in the pipes at Ludlow. My eyes go red. Coulson complains. It's heavy. Missing's heavy. Go put it down in the office. They go into the office on the first floor. Close the door behind them. Fitz snaps me out of it. Asks me what I'm doing. Tells me to get out of there. But I need to know what this is all about. I can't tell what's under that sheet. And I need to know. Brittleteeth and Coulson emerge from the office a short time later and leave out the front. There's a single light in a cage over the office door. I stand in the shadow just at the edge of the cone of white light. I slip off my glove. I feel the wall. I give it just enough of a tap to get a little vibration in. Door's locked. Simple. A couple curio picks from the shadows and it clicks open. No one's watching, so I slip into the office. One side, a polished wooden desk and a ledger. Uh, too clean to be real. Some cabinets. All very plain. The other side of the room is covered by a curtain. It's dark, but I can hear my way around just fine. There's no one in here, but I can hear a faint voice. It's not Brianna. It's not Coulson. Outside, maybe. I check again. No one in here. Something behind that curtain, though. I duck under the curtain. There's a couple of heavy sorting tables. Boxes of candies. Stacks of handbills for the grand opening. Detailed blueprints and sketches. I can't make them out in the dark. More candy-making machines. Giant dispensers, maybe factory extensions. Sitting on the edge of the table. That thing that Coulson was carrying. The size of a large birdcage. It's covered in a thick white sheet. No, I shouldn't. I toss a pebble to stir up the room, and I can hear... Glass. It's made of glass. 
that's filled with a liquid and a voice again. Very faint. I listen as far as I can back into the factory. Some dead-eyed kids sleeping, but no talking. The voice isn't out there. But there's a faint voice getting louder. It's coming from under the cloth. Fitz is calling me from up in the rafters. We've got company. He's seen someone come across the floor towards the office. Gotta get out of here before I'm trapped. But something under that sheet. I gotta see where this goes. How deep is this? I pull the cloth off to the floor, and it reveals a giant glass jar with a thick glass lid. And it's filled with a darkened liquid, like dirty water. There's some debris, muck and sticks in the bottom, floating in the center. A black skull. Fits again. He's warning me. I only have seconds to get to the door and get out. But the skull is looking at me, and it's whispering a name. And I can't get the voice out of my head. And it's saying a name over and over again. And I can't get it out. The handle to the office turns, but I'm frozen in place. This black skull turns toward me, and my bones are vibrating. Deep within them, I can't move. This black skull, empty sockets where eyes used to be, and a name repeated in my head over and over and over again. The name, Owen McCleary. Let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon 
and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again.